Welcome. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I am one of your hosts, Max, along with your other host, Shreyas. And this podcast is brought to you by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag, do you believe? Without further ado, let us talk sports. Amateur Hour! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Back to episode 102 of Amateur Hour. Glad to have everybody here. Thank you for joining us, tuning in. Uh, we've got a lot of sports to talk about. We've got some absolute choke. We've got some absolute W. Uh, we've got some highs and lows, uh, both of the playoffs and of personal. There's just a lot of action packed. NFL draft happened this past week. Uh, we got some some serious upsets. Uh, and yeah, a lot to talk about. So without further ado, let's dive in. And try us. Get us rolling with those weekly highs. The Weekly Highs. All right, Max. I'll start with my personal high, and that is uh, I went to the Museum of Fine Arts the other day, and it made me realize how how much I actually like museums. I think I don't think I've been to a museum since like like a school field trip or something like that. Like That's I remember the time. last time. You know what I mean? Like you don't like. I feel like as you get older, you don't really do the things that are like, you know what I mean? Like are more like group activity type stuff. Like you don't just go and like, I mean like field, all the field trips type stuff like should be really for like adults. an adult thing. Yeah. Yeah. When you're you a kid, I mean? you're going to a museum. You like, you only like 30% you're just like, I'm tired the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a museum made for kids with like the slides and the interactive, you know, like, Ooh, like a science museum, science museum. Yeah. yeah. I'm literally, I'm thinking of the museum of science in Boston. Like that, like, and and that's one where it's like super interactive, right? Like, I feel like art museums, it's tougher. Not good for kids. Yeah. They don't appreciate this Rembrandt. (laughs) You're just like, like, oh, look at the paint. Look at the strokes. Look at the technique on this thing. Right. You're You're not like, 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 oh, this is the, you know, what an age for art. Like, yeah. The contrast of the colors, the visualization (laughs) of the corrupt society that the artist lived in. Yeah. 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 So as an adult, I think the appreciation for an art museum has uh, ha- has risen in me. So okay. like that's good. So, yeah, and, you know, I'll tell you what it. though. There's nothing like museum fatigue. Like at the end of a museum visit, you are a different kind of tired. Like you you're, gotta you're look good. at the pedometer, dude. Like it's something. It, it and it's not like a bad. It's not like oh my god, I want to you know pass out and die. But it's like wow, I am exhausted after like three hours in a museum. Well, and, and you forget sometimes how long you've walked until you like, you're like, oh, I think I should sit down. And you're like, actually, I don't want to get up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're like, so you're like, oh, my knees like, oh, gosh. I'm getting ah. old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a good experience. And so now on to my sports high, Max. And that is something that men, many of us watched over the weekend, you know, starting starting Thursday, uh, last Thursday, and that was the NFL draft. This year's NFL draft came about. Uh, very intriguing draft, Max. A lot of draft day trades, uh, trades up, trade down. Like it wasn't it wasn't interesting from like oh this star got traded for a draft pick like last year where AJ Brown gets traded for a first round pick, right? And you're like holy crap, I can't believe that happened. 
but there were a lot of like interesting trade downs and interesting picks that first round you know obviously bryce young and cj stroud going back to back uh, another huge thing was uh, the two running backs in the first round, Max. You saw Bijan Robinson go top 10, and you saw Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. I think that was the real surprise that the Lions picked a running back for their first pick and decided to part ways with DeAndre Swift. I thought uh, DeAndre Swift was kind of done a little dirty. I think he definitely had his, his moments, but he was injured a lot, and they really wanted to go a different a different way but he he's now on the eagles and they got their the lions got their guy in jameer gibbs another another funny thing about the first round that the patriots were at 14 they trade back to 17 and trade with the steelers so that the steelers could pick an offensive tackle and kind of block the jets the jets from getting more support around aaron Rodgers. so patriots go back they get their guy uh or at least one of their guys in christian gonzalez they also (laughs) blocked the jets from doing something they wanted to um i thought that was a really sneaky interesting move in the first round too but overall uh really really decent draft um kind of a weird intro max i don't know if you saw the intro to that draft with like Eric Stone Street and no Kansas City was rocking out the whole time. They <laughs> that know, honestly dude. looked like a party. Cor- the the intro the intro was corny with like Rob. Oh no, Riggle super and corny. Eric, Sto- Eric Stone Street on a bus. Aren't you Shrey, Aren't you the guy that's like I don't think Rob Riggle is funny at all. Yeah, not a fan of his comedy. Like not, I, I don't, don't I, like- I don't really have an opinion about him as a person, but his comedy just is I'm not a Rob good. fan. Yeah, just yeah, not he, great. I, I don't know, he's, yeah, he's not that funny. Yeah, well, he's the classic like ABC Family comedian. You know this I mean? is like, good for kids. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like he's uh, he's on he's he's doing though. He's the one doing like uh, what's that Steph Curry show? The golf show. Oh oh um, oh um, ho- is it Holy Moly? Holy Moly, right? Like he's that type of guy. Like he's doing the family friendly comedy and the the try- yeah tee hee hee comedy, right? Like I mean, it's not for me. I can't really I can't really be like. This is great, like, because he's everywhere. But like, uh, yeah, I don't really like him. It's comedy, at yeah, least. yeah. Um, That's fair. No, but I, I yeah, I, I uh, like you said, really interesting draft. It's cool to see a running back go. Every because everybody says every year they're like running backs overrated if you take him first round, take right. him really high. Uh, and that one quarterback, forget his name. Uh, everybody was feeling bad for him because he slipped to the second round. Will Levis, yeah. So that's Will the interesting Levis. thing, right? Will Levis was supposed to be in all the pre-drafts mocks. He was the third quarterback supposed to be picked he was supposed to go top four instead anthony richardson goes top four right he's considered the project and you know but he has amazing raw talent athleticism and will levis goes in the second round most probably because apparently he didn't really like talk to teams well in his interviews like people people thought he was kind of conceited and boom boom yeah and that's a great perspective. So for everybody listening that is uh, either plays is still, you know, like sports playing age, I'll tell you what, and I've experienced this firsthand, uh, your, your off the field and off the court personality and humility goes a super, super long way. It matters. So, exactly right. So if they're Especially at the quarterback position, Max, where you're considered you're team the leader, leader on yep. and off the field. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you have to, you have to have that, you know, 
like again like that humbleness you have to yeah. be like yeah like i'm here to work like i'm here to get better like i have never played in this league before i'm really excited to join whatever team what that's a thing too some of these guys feel like they're entitled to go to a certain team exactly you yeah. have to be i'm happy to go to detroit if that's who's gonna draft me i'm happy to go to the texans mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're giving you a chance to play professionally so crazy to kind of see and it's interesting that it was his interviews that kind of under un, uh undermined him yeah he's a weird guy too apparently he puts mayo in his coffee oh no yeah that's the story are that you came serious out. yeah he, he he puts mayo in his coffee nope, i guess he did he did like a fifth video. round that's fifth round <laughs> he also uh max i don't know if you want uh you knew this as well he also put out a video of him eating a banana with the peel on so he just like takes the bite out of what it. is no <laughs> No, he's, even he's an no. interesting guy. <laughs> interesting. Even is the a, is Jacksonville a, Jaguars, if they didn't have if they needed a quarterback, if they didn't have Trevor Lawrence, even the Jaguars would be like, yeah, we're going to pass. <laughs> Jacksonville fans, the Floridians would be like, no, that's too much for us. That's crazy. The mail and the coffee's like, like, it's like no, that it's is like, wow. this. This kid needs some help. OK, that's, I don't. Yeah, that's you're cynical done, behavior. Yeah, that's that's cynical behavior. That's out of pocket. Yeah. He wants to see the world burn. Okay. Yeah. Mayo in my coffee. I'm sick. I'm sick. That's making me sick. And speaking of sick, Shrey, I'm just going to I'm gonna give you the lows right now. <laughs> the lows. All right, folks. So, uh, elephant in the room. <laughs> the Boston Bruins, who had one of the most historic seasons. In NHL history. I mean, they have the wins record and they have the points record. Two, four, one. Playoffs, first round up three, one. Looks like the bag is secured. Lose in overtime in game seven to the Florida Panthers. Because why, Shrey? Because they decided to Reggie Miller and choke. Uh, there are no words to describe this has to be a top five choke of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Max, one of the reasons I normally I would be more on the Bruins, right? Like we've talked a lot of Bruins over the past couple of years, but yeah, one of the reasons why I did, we did it and we kind of kept it for the bigger moments was me. I'm, I was as a Bruins fan, I'm always internally nervous, especially especially in a record-breaking season like you have to think like okay there's that's a lot of good karma that you've used up like what's it gonna happen right and you could tell once they went up 3-1 and how they won those first three games too where it was like kind of at the edge like kind of sometimes like you get a like a a fluky goal and you get up like the defense wasn't really playing well the it wasn't it wasn't dominant it wasn't a dominant how, how it was in the regular season, right? And when you thought, okay, somehow they got to 3-1, maybe you thought, oh, my God, this good karma is going to keep going. Like, they're just going to keep winning. Regardless of how they play, they'll win. Until they didn't. And then it crashed hard. And everything Florida, went yeah. Everything went bad. You let Florida – I mean, look, I was telling Trey off pod. He's like, I don't know a lot about hockey, right? I'm not a hockey expert. Yeah. But when I was watching these games, the eye test for me – I was like, the Bruins do not look good. Yeah. Whether they're on a on their power plays, 
they did not look good. On their yeah. regular five-on-fives, they did not look good. They like looked even said. worse. Yeah. They looked even worse just five-on-five. Five. And then, let alone their, their, when the Panthers multiple times emptied the net and went six-on-five, the Bruins looked just awful. They could Scattered. not get that puck out. They yeah. could not get it passed. And, and, yeah. and our, our, one of the things, though, really, we did have a hurt goalie. Allmark was hurt. He was playing like he was hurt. And the re- I, I just don't understand why we wouldn't put our backup goalie, Swayman, in before game seven. Like that, like you said, Trey, is the right call at that time. But why wasn't he in there getting more playoff game time prior to that? When That's clearly, clearly, I mean, Florida won, what was it, game five? It was like five to two. Yeah. They killed us. And Max, don't don't forget too that uh, after I think it was game two or three, Florida changed goalies. Yeah, Florida had Al, uh, Alex Lyon, I think it was. He's the the journeyman goalie, and he was hot for the second half of the year, so they kept riding him into the playoffs until it kind of fell apart. And then they said, "Okay, we we have Sergei Bobrovsky, who's are paying like ten million dollars a year." <laughs> like it's a ridiculous amount of money for a goaltender. Yeah. So they said, okay, we got to use him. They made the decision and Bobrovsky was decent. He wasn't great, but because he made timely stops and the Florida offense was like you, they were, all, they were all, they had the advantage. It was a clear, they had the advantage. They were faster. They were, had put more, more coordinated the puck. they could pass the more puck to each other they could pass the puck that 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 you know how many passes i saw literally go off like skates for the our bruins. own skates for the bruins yeah, yeah you're like you're like do you know like, where you're what passing are you this? doing yeah. and there's something about there's something about boston teams max i was saying you off pod we could what cross the boston teams the inter- yeah. what's with boston teams and turnovers Mm-hmm. The Celtics love to turn the ball over in critical, critical moments. And the Bruins, they love, uh, love own it. zone turnovers. They don't know how to pass in their own zone to get it out. They don't know how to pass in the neutral zone and, and, and start an offensive chance. Like, it's so frustrating to watch them kind of bumble around and then hope that someone lands with the puck and gets a good chance. Right? It, it, there was, it was like there was not a lot of thought process into, okay, getting guys in the right spot putting pucks in the right place. Yeah. And 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 that's how you get your best shot. But that's what Florida was doing. And then when they got a chance, like, you know, like on that game tying goal, right? In game seven, they were able to keep the puck in. You get a good bounce. You get the goal. You tie the game. It's like the good luck and the good karma comes to you. If you true, if you truly do all the things you're supposed to do, right. Right. That it'll happen. But when you, when you, when you expect to do, horrible like when you expect like horrible things you do you don't do anything right basically from a defensive standpoint and then from an offensive standpoint you're kind of just you never find a rhythm you can't expect all the things to happen to go your way Uh, yeah that's not even luck and that's not even karma that's just like do you want it and are you going to execute like back to the basics like okay we have a team we have talent on the roster let's actually like play to win this game versus playing scared and being like ah an ice panther. They're coming for me. <laughs> the vicious ice panther. Yep. The vicious ice panther. I didn't even know the Florida Panthers were a team before this year. And now they I have upset the the 
the incredible historic season of the Boston. Like, like how do you, you choke three, one, you choke three, one after you're the best team in the NHL by a long shot. Like, like be better, honestly, be better. No, and, and you can't even, you can't even use the excuse. Oh, Bergeron's hurt. That's so bad. No, Cause they won it's three so games without him. They won three games without him. He didn't play all series. Or, or yeah, he came in game five, right? Yeah. So he, they won three games without him. Right. And then you've That's embarrassing. That's Max, embarrassing. how do you expect to win with the stupid that stupid uh game four? I think it was I think it was sorry, game five um mistake where um Allmark goes to in overtime to get the puck from behind the net. Oh my god. And you have a Florida you have a Florida goal, Panther yeah. and you have uh Matt Grizzlick rushing at each other to try to get the puck, and Allmark's already out there. And he overshoots Grizzlick on the pass, gives it directly to a Florida Florida Panther, who then now there's an open net in front, and they get they get the goal in the middle. And I'm like, I'm like, my gosh, it's like all the karma. That's the and I was thinking that's like the goal that the Bruins had against uh, the Capitals in the playoffs a couple of years ago, where they won a game and Craig Smith got the goal because he found a puck that. They didn't clear out in time. Uh, defender didn't clear out in time in the back, and they won in overtime. I'm like, oh my gosh! I just thought about all the moments that the Bruins had the good luck in the past, right? And then We're making I was like, smart decisions, yeah. yeah. And then we 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 are the end of of just an absolutely like 200 IQ brain dead play. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that felt like it felt That's like it was it. a five head five and head you, series to be honest. If you want to give another team three games in a row. Watch the Bruins this year because they gave you a master class on how to blow a three-one lead for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm I'm depressed now. I don't even. I don't. Uh, my personal low. I don't know. I got hit in the eye, so I have a black eye. It's been the topic oh, of conversation at uh, at uh at work. Everybody's was like, that a basketball injury? Yeah, it was a basketball injury. Uh, let's talk about. Let's change gears here. Let's dive into the meat and our potatoes here, and let's talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Officially traded. No more Green Bay. Goodbye, Cheeseheads. He is on his way to New York, the New York Jets. Zach Wilson probably still thinks he's top dog, but no more. <laughs> How do you think, Trey, this impacts the Jets? Is this Does this mean a winning season for them? What, what is that going to do? Yeah, I mean, the Jets had to do something, right? And obviously, this has been in the works for a while. We haven't really talked about it. Um because we were waiting for the trade to be finalized. Um, but um, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think the competition in the, the AFC East is so tough right now. I, even if, whatever you think about Aaron Rodgers too, right? Like he didn't really live up to his potential in green Bay. Like he, he probably should have won more than he did. You know, whatever you think about his attitude, He's he's a miles above Zach Wilson. And I don't know if you remember, but uh, <laughs> they asked Zach Wilson, I think it was uh, after the year or something like that, they're asking, like, you know, if they bring someone in the quarterback room, like, how are you going to feel? What are you going to say? Like, he, he said, oh, I'm going to make that. I'm going to make every day at practice a living hell for that guy. I'm like yeah, like uh, and that was Aaron Rodgers. You're like, yeah, buddy, yeah, <laughs> of course you are. Okay, buddy. <laughs> um, so it's interesting that that Aaron Rodgers is the guy that they chose. I think he'll definitely work. I don't know, man. Work is an interesting term. 
and I say interesting a lot, but Russell Wilson we thought would work, right? Veteran, good roster, and he didn't he didn't work so far. He was awful. Nah, he to start that his is, that start is his that is worse career. than not working. Yeah, that's worse than not working. Yeah, um, they gave they give Rogers some of his weapons, right? Lazard is there. I don't know if they're still going after Cobb if they got Cobb, but you know they're they're gonna bring his guys there. He has some familiarity. They have a good defense. With the offense, yeah, they have a good defense. I think just, they're gonna be just... representative. I think they're gonna be representative. Yeah, I think I this know. means worse for the Patriots than it does uh, good for the Jets. If you get what yeah, I mean, because yeah, because now the Pats have to compete. Their division is their path. Probably, their path is over. They have no path. That is the best division in the NFL. You're top. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean now that now that we know what we know about Russell Wilson in the AFC West, that was pre last year. That was the best division, right? People are talking about Kansas City, Kansas City Broncos, Bron- Broncos, Oakland with Carr and Adams, right? Remember that was the preseason <laughs> hype of yeah. uh, and then yeah. that dismantled, and now yeah, the AFC East is the juggernaut right now. But it has to be Buffalo Bills, yeah, right. Miami Dolphins, right? Huge, yeah. And that's too Miami Dolphin. That that's a that's a year in the books, right? With their and new they kind got Jalen Ramsey in the offseason. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh then you get the Jets now. Yeah. And putting Aaron Rodgers on that team again, like it's their quarterback couldn't get any worse. <laughs> and they were still Aaron like, Rodgers still has the talent, right? He's to me, he's not a Russell Wilson because he, Russell Wilson was hardly performing before he went to Denver. Right. His last year in Seattle, was he phenomenal? They were, yeah. I mean, they, he, they were you decent. Still thought, you still thought he had something left in him, like a, a good amount left in him, I think. Uh, well, anyway, it, and the, whatever so the happened. Won, the Jets won with a mixture of Mike White and... They couldn't get their quarterback set. Yeah. They won, they won seven games, Max. Yeah. Considering how much idiocy and lunacy went out in that quarterback room, and Mike White... Played his ass off for a couple games, but still, like it, it, he shouldn't be a starting quarterback. They lost that game to the Patriots off that 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 eighty yard. Uh, yeah, kick the return. Marcus Jones. Yeah, the Marcus Jones punt return. They kicked him, and they, they you don't kick to somebody with a minute left, right? It's like, come on. <laughs> but um, but they won seven games like that. So let's let's look at Rodgers now, right? Like, what would you give them? Three extra games, maybe. You got to say that they win maybe two or three sure. extra games at least, right? That's a very conservative, fair, yeah. Now you got a ten and seven team. Now you got okay, maybe we can make a wild card. It's like that in and of itself shifts. If they can win seven without Aaron Rodgers, you got to think that's a plus two or plus three differential with Rodgers. So it's like that, and that, and then now think for the Patriots, right? When we think about the Patriots, those are games that you could basically bank on. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Jet, like you, you were thinking you had previously with Brady, post Brady, you had the Jets and you had the Dolphins as teams that you could technically think you could win, right? And for a time, the dude, even the, during the Brady era, the Bills were nothing. And the Bills, right now, guaranteed look. win. Now, 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 Trey, I can count those based off of our current situation in New England. Those are guaranteed losses. Are you are you, like? Do you think in the division they go higher than one, uh, one and five? No. They, and they'll probably take that game against the Jets. That'll probably be it'll be it'll be a it'll but it'll be it won't be based on their play. It'll be based on something dumb Aaron Rodgers does. 
You know what I mean? Like, and that's, I feel like what's going to be a lot of games for the Patriots. It's going to be like, they're going to be, yeah, they're going to win because the other team beats themselves. So it's like, it means more, it means more about the competition than I think it does about the Jets. Cause I I still don't know how Aaron Rodgers is like, he hasn't been the greatest winner. Right. So we think like, okay, he had all the opportunity to win. And for so long, and they had so many great seasons, but he couldn't get over the hump more than once. Right. What makes us think that the Jets are going to be anything different? That's why I think I'm going to take a, a more seated approach than I did with Russell Wilson. Because Russell Wilson, we were like, oh, he has to be better. Like, this team looks like really solid. I think now I've, I've looked at that and I thought, okay, better in quarterback. Been in the league a long time. A lot of mileage. Let's not go full force right away. So I think I'm going to take a much more seated approach, to my opinion. To start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'll take that. Um, yeah, that's just the AFC East, man. It's a stacked division. Insane. That's stacked. I, I maintain my statement. I'm going to say it one more time. Best yeah. single division in football right now. Can't argue with that. Okay. Um, in other news, just a, a brief update for everybody in case you missed it. Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens has resigned. Five-year extension with the Baltimore Ravens. I uh, got the bag for him. He has worked out whatever issues he had. He wants to stay, continue to be Baltimore's finest. Good for him, man. He put a weird video out. Uh, it's, it's, what did he say at the end? It's, it's Flocka, Flock, Flock time. Yeah, yeah, some Waka, Flock of Flame, something. Waka, Flock of Flame. Yeah, so uh, good for Lamar. Does this really change anything in your opinion, Trey? I think. Uh, not really. I still think they got weapons like you got OBJ. I think. Yeah, no, that's good. They have OBJ, they have such yeah. a weird they have such a weird wide receiver room. I do like Zay Flowers. I like Zay Flowers, the draft pick, um, that from Boston College. Yeah, he's a good wide receiver. He's quick. He's fast. He has great straight line speed. But OBJ off the injury, he's your wide receiver one. Rashad Bateman, he's all coming off injuries. He hasn't really been the most consistent player to start his career. They brought in Nelson Aguilar. Like, come on. Like when you know the, when the Patriots well, you, go did you all watch, out for did you somebody, watch the, yeah, did the, well, you watch the Pats last season <laughs> when the Patriots go all out for somebody and they don't make it, knowing how conservative the Patriots are spending money, and that guy doesn't get brought back, you know that guy sucks. And this guy is awful. How many you you know for those of you who don't know, how many how many uh how many career touchdowns does he have with the Patriots? Oh, okay. So he played three years here, right? Or three seasons? Two, two. seasons? Two seasons, two. okay. Uh two? <laughs> he, has, he had two last year. He has five total. Oh wow. <laughs> he was your he was brought in to he be was your wide number one guy. One. He's your number one guy. He was your wide receiver. And in two one. seasons. He has five touchdowns. That's insane. And receiving yards. Oh, does he have oh, receiving? Uh, yeah, under, guess guess receiving yards. I'm gonna guess under under 700, under 600. I'll say actually, for both years. For both years combined. Uh, okay, close. He has. If I'm doing the math, he has about 800. He has about 800 in for two both seasons. Years. In two seasons. Last year he had 362. That's awful yeah that's insane 31 receptions oh my god he's like a backup tight end (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Yo, that's oh, yeah. That's awful. They brought him in. So yeah, so in terms of weapons, I can't really comment on the weapons Lamar has because wanna, I don't think you want to know just just for comparison. So the wide receiver one, Tyree Kill on the Dolphins. Do you want to know his numbers from last year, guys? He had I think he had like uh 1600 yards and 13 touchdowns or something like that. Okay. Incorrect on the touchdowns. He had seven touchdowns. Oh, seven he touchdowns. split a lot. He split a lot of those with Waddle. Think about that. Right, right, right. right. But so, he had a lot so of yards. I knew that. 1,700 yards. That's insane. 119 receptions. That's so crazy. <laughs> like, like you gotta, you gotta think. You have this talent. You got him for five years now, and this is the wide receiver core that you're gonna spring together. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Zay Flowers is your wide receiver one by the end of the year. Seriously. You have Rashad Bateman. I know you put, like, it was a wide, he's your first round pick from a couple of years ago. 18 million for OBJ. Like, you, you spent money in kind of weird places and, like, draft picks in a kind of weird places. But I think Zay Flowers might be your, your best wide receiver in the room. And he hasn't played a game in the NFL yet, which is Rep. insane. Rep. Yeah, well, good for the Ravens. Good for Lamar Jackson. Mm. Waka flocka, fly on, whatever they yeah. say. <laughs> fly on. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to we're going to the NBA. It's NBA playoffs time. We have not really talked too much about it. We kind of reviewed our standings. Uh, man, I actually really enjoyed this first round. I thought the game. I thought most games mattered. Minus Knicks versus Cavaliers. That was actually surprised at how bad the Cavaliers were. Knicks won three one. I was shocked. I had I, I had Cavs shocked. in uh, every scenario that I could think of. Like I was thinking, like oh, it could be either be four or one. It, it might go to six, and the Knicks might steal again because I was considering the injuries. Right, Randall coming in hurt, Brunson coming in hurt, and then you thought, okay, if Brunson has a hand issue still. Randall is obviously not right, right, and he didn't play most of that series anyway. He got hurt halfway. He got like Jalen Brunson single-handedly won them that series like dubs all the time insane the Mavs (laughs) (laughs) yeah we got to bring it back to them (laughs) got to bring it back to the Mavs real quick because you guys let you let that supreme talent go you saw how good he was for you in the playoffs last year you just didn't want to pay him instead you got Kyrie never thought that would be the case net trade absolute negative whoa whoa, big l max max you don't understand mark cuban wanted brunson but the reason why he left was uh the knicks got his dad that's the reason max that's why mark cuban didn't uh (laughs) that's why they don't have brunson anymore is because they blamed his dad for going to the knicks yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is, Max. Like you got to think. Uh, like, you're right. You got to think logically. Not about a money. These yeah, you're right. Not a money issue. You got to think logically. About oh these goodness, things. how could I be so foolish? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. So, so Cavs destroyed. Seventy uh, Sixers crushed the Nets. No surprise there. They, you know, losing their superstars. Yeah, Good that's a thing. I like next year. They're young and they're fun. Let's see what they do next year. Uh, <laughs> Celtics absolutely fail. To, to to get rid of the Hawks. I mean, they didn't lose. The Celtics ended up winning series 4-2, but every single game felt like the Celtics, like the Bruins, were fighting for their lives. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Celtics up, you know, 2-1 on the Hawks. Looked like they, you know, can kind of take care of business. Ends up being a 3-2. Like, the Hawks would not go away. Trey Young, it was literally just Trey Young. DeJounte Murray, they were in at home in Boston. DeJounte Murray is suspended for a game for, you know, 
getting aggressive with a ref. Absolute choke job. Max, they can't. They don't play Blow well against leads. teams that have their best player out. They don't. I think they take their foot off the gas. They think, oh, oh we okay. This. Like offensively, we're so good, right? And that's the thing. This team is built offensively, not defensively, right? They're, We've seen they it all fo- year. So, so they think, okay, when they're when their top offensive option or top two offensive option is out, we'll just outscore them. Boo. But when your Bonk. defense sucks, like, and say you can't, you miss a couple of shots here and there. Now it's a tight yeah. game, and you're like, oh, now yeah. defense matters, and you're like, oh, we don't know how to do that. And that's what it's been. It was like that uh, for that Dejounte Murray absence game. Really, it was. really tough to watch that basketball. Like, oh god, their turnovers still kill me. Man. I'm sorry, Shrey. I gotta say it. It's the L ticks. That does not look like a finals team <laughs> to me. Uh, and I gotta say. Joe Mazzula, really stinky coach uh, come playoffs time. He was okay. He was up for coach of the year. Here's the reason. He was handed one of the best rosters, one of the most complete rosters, minus, I would say, one weakness was a big man. Like, a yeah. like a, you know, Al Horford is awesome. I love him. Rob Williams cannot stay healthy. Also still a hybrid. Like, no, no real dedicated rebounder defensive big man that can just hold it down think was the biggest problem they give up Outside a lot of, that, of offensive boards especially even to smaller teams than them they give up a lot to the of hawks the hawks like john collins was rising up against al horford and deandre hunter would be their tallest guy in the court and we were like oh yeah had no idea what to do let it him was... drop 27 in one game Ugh. that's bad defense so I, my point being going back to joe mazula handed one of the best rosters in the nba and because of that, because of minimal coaching, be like, oh, yeah, just play your basketball or whatever he was telling them in the locker room. They ended up being the second seed, right? Threw away a lot of leads and could have been the first, but, you know, that's fine. Now come playoff time where you actually have to, like, adjust and then make adjustments and then make adjustments again. The guy's no idea what to do. The the one thing he's re- kind of butchered um, throughout the course of that series in specific, specific was the guard rotation. Right, especially oh at the end of games, oh I think God. I think Marcus Smart has a hold on Missoula and that roster because he's like the veteran. He's the guy I've been here. Why every is Malcolm Brogdon not in the floor? Yeah, every, yeah. It's like it's like it should be Brogdon White to end games. To be Brogdon honest, White to end the in game. a close because game, in a close game, way, it should be Brogdon White. Way more efficient. Marcus Smart's defense after he got married took a step down. Give. <laughs> it's like the it's check like the, it's the check opposite me on those of the, stats. Check me on those stats. His defensive rating went down after he got married. It's the opposite Fred Van Vliet after having a baby, right? <laughs> Marcus Smart needs to have a kid to bring those numbers back. Up. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to have a kid to bring those. He needs, numbers he needs the dad strength. But so right it's now, like it's so it's, it's yeah. Some of the decision making at the end of games, right? Tatum and Smart in particular, the decision making has been so difficult to watch, and. I just think the Bro, ball why is it why is it the Jason Tatum show? Why why Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown, who is like he's just he's playing out of his mind. I I, I trust I, even if he has some turnover concerns, I trust him with the I ball know, more okay. than Tatum. Uh, Shrey, the these playoffs and this the the second half of the season, Jalen Brown is him. I tr- I trust him. I trust him. I trust him. only people I trust with the ball in the playoffs. Al Horford. Brown, White, and and um and Brockton. And Those Horford. are the three, yeah, yeah. But Holford's not like the guy; like he's not on the ball as much, right? Like he's the no, guy, I know. spot up shooter. 
Oh, but, I mean, obviously, know, playoff out, so, playoff out. Yeah, playoff out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Brown, 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 White, and Brogdon. I mean, those guys. Jalen Brown's been shooting uh, like fifty-seven percent. Is it that high? It's been really good. Oh, his his three his three is fifty percent, and his That's, field goal yeah. percentage is like is high fifties. Um, yeah, and I mean, I mean, and Jason Tatum, meanwhile, is like. He has games where he shoots like thirteen to twenty percent. Well, three. and it's the and it's the thing of like Tatum needs to miss like five threes to realize, oh, I should drive to the net. Whereas with Brown, he starts with driving to the net, right? He then takes when they leave him, him open, and then when they leave him open, or when he's filling himself, he'll hit the three. But Jason Tatum tries to feel like he tries to get all like, oh, I'm the three point god, like from the beginning. And then that's when you get the game where he shot what? Didn't he shoot like one for eleven in one of the games from three in the Atlanta Oh yeah, series? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because he starts three first, but what he doesn't realize is he has the strength to go up against Clint Capella and Onyeka Kong. He's an awesome driver and finisher. And here's the thing too: Joe Mazzulla being like, "Yeah, Tatum, just keep shooting threes instead of being like, "Hey, let's look at our options and getting to the floor because we have twelve points in the paint and the Hawks have you know thirty. Yeah. That the game that we lost, you, you I see the rebounding disparity. I mean, really, rebounding is so bad. But again, this is on the coach to make these kind of adjustments and to read these things for the players. Try, you know, when you're in the game, you know, you can read your defender and you can try to read the situation. You don't see everything, right? So to have that voice on the sideline and your whole your whole coaching staff being like, hey, these are the adjustments we have to make. Focus on this. That's what I'm concerned about. And our play right now, second round exit. That's, I'll say it. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm Look at look at other teams across the league, okay? Miami Heat with a roster that is literally half of ours minus one man. <laughs> I'm you you're going to tell me right now that the Miami Heat roster is better than the Celtics? No. Absolutely not. Not close. You have old but thick Kyle Lowry. You have an injured Aladipo and an injured Tyler Hero. You and have an injured Adebayo. And an injured Adebayo. You have geriatric Kevin Love, Gabe Vincent who is you know, solid, but solid. Cody Martin and then Hemi Butler, Caleb Martin. outside outside of Hemi Butler. Oh, sorry, I get the twins confused. You get the twins mixed up, yeah. <laughs> outside of Hemi Butler, that roster, uh, that should not, that should yeah that should not have they should not have won the first round. Regardless of the injuries Milwaukee had, they should not have won. But that one guy, no, no. no but what Butler. I'm talking about, you are you have one of the best coaches in the league. Yep. Eric Spoelstra, who can make adjustments and actually read what the other team is giving to you. Mm -hmm. And you have Jimmy Butler, who is insane, and you have a team mentality of wanting it more. Caleb mm -hmm. Martin won a couple games for him in the he fourth did. because he got turned up. Yep. And that, that allowed too. everybody to go. Gabe Vincent. These guys want it. They're playing like they're going to die. You know what I mean? Like, like the intensity is just there. They have been down so many times. They were down against on game one to the Knicks. They were down by like 12 points. Came back, won. They were down by 20 to the Bucs. They were down 18 to the Bucs. Yeah. And so all these people, so, so that's what we're not talking about. Miami Heat upset the Milwaukee Bucks, taking the series 4-1, a gentleman's sweep against the number one league in the NBA. And if you guys haven't seen it, that video that I posted has done very well all over the <laughs> internet. I insane, think cumulative yeah. total views, Trey, uh, like 125,000. That's wow. Across yeah. all platforms. Yeah. It, it, it was, I mean, it was a great video. It, it, it encapsulated that series so well with everybody really riding the bucks. Right. And like how you kind of should have, right? Like, but the, 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 
I, I'm trying to think of a PC way to say it, but the the um, riding, the support, if you know what I'm trying to get at, of the Bucks to an excessive amount was so obnoxious throughout the season. Yeah. So obnoxious. Like, Milwaukee Bucks, the team to beat. They're the best team in the NBA. Giannis winning another chip. I, that's why I made the video. Well, I was so I mean, sick of hearing that. But you, but you know what's funny? It's like, it, that was the Celtics. Middleton opinion, was back. Yeah. And that, but that Rick was Lopez the, was there. They had, that was, that was the opinion given to the Celtics for like half the year. And then, yeah, and then Milwaukee takes their place and they're like, Oh, we got to get this opinion to the Milwaukee. Right. It's like, it's like they, they just needed, they just need a first team, first place team to say, Oh, they got it. Not realizing the components of that team and their flaws and how basketball is actually played. And how right, it turns the, out. Yeah. Like you just like, Oh, okay. First round, first, uh, number one seed. Oh, automatically they should be the one that like, they got to pick. Right. So it's like, Middleton's not fully there, right? And you, it, I know he scored well in that. He had like, one last game. He had one good game. One it doesn't. Game. It doesn't. Yeah, Giannis. No, sorry. And I, I just want. I'm going to just make the statement before you continue. Yeah. Everybody's saying Giannis was out two games. That's awesome, guys. Miami didn't have two of their best players. Yeah, Tyler Hero, who was yeah. a raw scorer, and Victor Oladipo, who was a solid defensive piece and also a scorer who can drop twenty plus a night on any given night. I mean, and Bam playing basically like pedestrian games. Bam playing playing pedestrian games because he's also he's either hurt or he just he's hurt. hit playoff Bam. Or he's just yeah. not there, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So your your excuse about Giannis being hurt, I don't want to hear it. I mean, and then he came back and he dropped like 30, 20 games. Like, uh, not from the yeah, he dropped twenty uh, percent from the free throw line too. I mean, yeah, that himself. yeah. Oh, when he couldn't get his when he couldn't get a, a foul call after throwing his like shoulder and elbow into Kevin Love's face, like what are you talking about, guys? He's not failure. <laughs> oh my god! And he dropped the worst video of 2023. Oh, the fa- yeah, yeah. What do you think about the failure uh, comment? Uh, I think that's I, look. I I I get the message there, and I think there is something valid. It's like you know, s- sports are sports. There can only be one champion sh- champion uh, every single year, right? If you have a great season. And you make it close, but just can't make the cut. You know, like Celtics making it to the finals last year, that's a success in, in my opinion, right? Like any team who makes it to the finals, I think that 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 is a successful season. You made it to the top, right? But for the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one seed to lose to an eighth seed, the, the only, the, what is it, the sixth time in NBA history this has ever happened? Ever. That is a failure. I, and I think it was a chance for Gian, Giannis to say, what went wrong right like what they could have done better and he used it as an opportunity to kind of make that like more philosophical statement about failure you don't don't get promotion you failure (laughs) and see i don't think it's the time i think the time to make that statement is when you is when you get back up to where you're supposed to be and you can say we used that year as as we, we we knew it was a failure and we knew we had to come back but when you say it in the moment it sounds like it, it, it. There's no validity to it because you're the one that lost. L, right? Common it's Giannis like, L. It's like it's like you 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 need to win, and then you can say, "Hey, we had to learn from that failure. We like it, it wasn't really a failure. It was a learning process. It was like you can say all that. You now you're winning. You're back to where you're supposed to be. It's but also you right. You got to be realistic. You have to acknowledge like that. When you have that expectation, when you have the expectation of winning, and when you win the don't. number one seed, you played well all year. Like the Matt, Boston Bruins is a failure. 
Like, and, and Max, let me give you let me give you a, a an analogy. You're like an A plus student. You get an you you get a you get an F. You go up to the teacher with your F and you say like, I don't think I should be failing. I think this should be a learning experience. Give me an A anyway. Give me an A anyway because I learned. To yeah. Fail. Yeah. Right. You. You. You're straight. Straight. You're getting. You're getting A's throughout the entire semester. You get a final. Final. That's fifty percent of your grade, and you fail it. You know when it's a learning experience is when you work. You you work your ass off to get an A the next time. Yeah. And when you do that, then you can say, "Yeah, I had to learn from that experience. I failed, and now I have to learn from that experience. Yeah. Like I failed, and like you can't just be like." Like I, it sucks in the in the beginning, but I think he was trying to like rationalize it and make it look better for himself, and he said it so politely too. And that's the one thing is like even if you don't like re- like don't like the comment he made or d- don't really oh, no, get it was the a great response, made, it was it was he, eloquently he didn't, he, eloquently he didn't make it personal or even if he made it personal, he retracted the personal elements from it and he kept it to the, he didn't like go after the reporter. He just kind of said like this and he was like, apologized at the end. He's super polite, but I think that takes away from the actual statement being made. And then that was the, that was like, "Ah, I don't really know if you should be making that statement right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and (laughs) I need Brooke Lopez get more rebounds. <laughs> he had thirty-one points. What are you gonna Dude, do? Brooke like- Lopez was Brook Lopez was a was a superstar. Um, <laughs> you know, you just you got to make. We we I try. I could do a whole episode on on why on the, the Bucks, Bucks lost. Yeah, and and that whole series and that whole disappointment. Which, if you guys want that, subscribe to our Patreon. We'll do a special episode. <laughs> <laughs> just on the bucks just oh, us yelling <laughs> just us yelling about the bucks and the and the Eltics. uh but just to, just to kind of recap the rest of the, the the playoffs quite a few upsets this year Shrey. and you were talking about how there's no parity in the nba uh and how people have always said that well this year i mean that was just that was the opposite mm-hmm. I, I mean three upsets heat beating the bucks is eight seed beating a one seed you have the lakers beating the memphis grizzlies that's a seventh seed beating a two seed mm-hmm Warriors six seed beating the uh, our no sorry Lakers the Grizzlies yeah, are number three uh, Lakers was a seven seed beating the two seed yep and then Kings were number three uh, Kings, Kings were the third seed yeah were third and, seed and Warriors yep. were six so yep. Warriors beating Kings six beating the three yeah a lot of a lot of upsets there um, great season and- for the Kings giving their props giving their roses congratulations guys you made it you took you took the reigning champions which people say they're like oh well it's a six seed beating a three seed the Warriors that record of this regular season is not indicative of who they are as a team they are way better than a six seed right but injuries and being really bad on the road for whatever reason brought them down but their they got playoff the playoffs, experience their playoff experience brought them up yeah again they're coaching Steve Kerr knows how to coach. He knows how to make adjustments. And I, you know, those two games, Warriors go down 0-2 to the Kings. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr must have watched film like all night because those next two games at home, they completely neutralized the Kings offense. They did exactly what they needed to do. Um, he got the, everybody involved. I mean, they were going down to guys as deep in the bench as like Moody. Kevon Looney was insane. You know, Jonathan Kaminga had a few flashes. Dante DiVincenzo had a couple solid games. I mean, they... A big they decision the in the series is how much they used Jordan Poole, I think, too. Like, they didn't really use him as much. He wasn't, like, a big factor in the series. No, no. I think that was on 
purpose, really, because yep. defensively that would have made him worse, right? Against a really good Sacramento offense, right? The number one offense in the league. So yep. it's like they like that's an adjustment that Kerr made to say, hey, we're gonna have to limit your minutes, but we're doing this for defensive reasons, right? You 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 let Looney play more minutes clay get like clay become a defender like you know what i mean like you're not just focusing on the offensive side and that's what really helped him especially in that game seven when you know things should have gotten tighter the it, it got really tight for the, the sacramento kings they didn't they didn't play good offense at the end so yeah in the in the in, in those laker boys absolutely smacked the memphis grizzlies in their game oh, six yeah. that was a statement winning by a 40 burger are you kidding me that's unreal. The the John Morant injury was the real was like super. a real super. Yeah. And I mean, I think they, like, they won without really, him though. They won without yeah, they did win without him. They did win without him. Xavier Tillman and all the role players just went crazy. Dylan Brooks being basically a non-factor. Uh, oh, physically, yeah, so let, verb, verbally he tried to be a factor, but then he ended up being a non-factor. Well, now, so on the me, court he was a non-factor as well. Physically, on the court he was a non-factor as well. So, so we've talked about Dylan Brooks and how he's kind of tried to make himself this villain role. He's doing it kind of as a PR stunt. He's getting clicks. He's stirring up, you know conversation uh in the nba you know mm-hmm. he, he he's kind of he's enigmatic he, he's enigmatic <laughs> he's doing what he thinks is like a good idea and in, in in some ways it could have been right like again trey young stepping in the villain role but even at a certain point you got to know when to stop mm-hmm. this guy had no breaks starts going after lebron and starts saying some really really whack stuff he's saying i don't respect him i don't respect one of the greatest players of all time who i have the privilege to guard I respect him until he drops 40 Lakers are clowns like Grizzlies and whatever, whatever he's old. He's old. Like, dude, it's like, we get it. But do you know how he's playing when he's old too far? You wish you were a fraction of this guy. Oh, for sure. He, he, he has 20, he is like 15 years on you and he's playing way better than you ever will. So Dylan Brooks is now pending free agent. Grizzlies have released a statement today saying under no circumstances is this guy going to be back on the team. You did it to yourself, bro. You were a non-factor. You ran your mouth way too much. And talk talk crap, get smacked. Max, do you think, uh, do you think he makes a starting lineup in nope. the NBA again? Nope. What's he, what's he bring to the table? Yeah, I mean, originally you would say defense. Defense, right? Originally you would say, hey, he's a, he's a hard-nosed, hustle defender, a bigger version of like a Marcus Smart type, right? Like always and, and on the grindstone, diving, playing physical. You That's would say great. Three, you would say three and D. Although he's not a great three-point shooter, he will shoot it. And he, <laughs> and like he'll make a couple, right? So it's like you would say three and D, but yeah, he's not three efficient. A, t- a, two, a two-way... You know, uh, mid yeah, to low like, level yeah. score. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, right. is he even? Was he even good defensively in the series? No. Did you notice him on defense? Uh, be besides hitting LeBron in the in the, the family <laughs> jewels. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? So that's the game after he made that statement about him being old, and you just like punch this guy in the nuts. Really? You're talking <laughs> he about took, character. He took it. He took it too far. That was definitely below the belt. <laughs> be here all week folks uh yeah dude you just you just talked yourself out of a out of a probably an nba con- i don't know what team maybe the rockets will bring him on 
Yeah, um, I, that's why that's why I asked. I think he'll make an NBA roster, but the question is like he was a starter. He was he played I think all the games, most of the games, if not all, as a starter for the Memphis Grizzlies. A lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Does he get that opportunity again? Even if it's like the Rockets or something like that, maybe. But like they're not focused on developing Dylan Brooks. I don't think anyone will be. So I think this is literally his last time being a starter, a genuine starter, someone that gets developed and and pushed forward with starter type minutes in the NBA again. And I think if he backed up his words with his actions, he would have no issues. If he was even a better shooter, if he was like a 35% three-point shooter or something like that, and he played decent defense, I think he I think he would definitely be like a starting small forward or shooting guard somewhere, like on a bad team. Right? Yeah, and he he's Filling also a hole. Yeah, no. He but also got he can't uh, do anything. Like literally, he can't do anything other than hurt people. I don't understand. You can't you can't like I like I said, you can't talk all that smack, run your mouth and then be an absolute cone, a cone that like punches people that no, that's just not going to work. <laughs> the worst type of traffic cone. The worst <laughs> the one, type of traffic the one cone. That also, tried to physically physically beat you up. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're in the crosswalk? Hey, buddy, come here. <laughs> he was also fine he because he didn't uh he didn't want to go to his post-game interview after they lost oh yeah 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 nice Nine nice uh, nice dude no in that right there Shrey. sick sick every loss he didn't make it, i think it was every loss he didn't make he didn't go to the media uh mic right yeah. yeah yeah every loss and every win he was there i think He's there. He's like, he's like i, I just i do what i do in the locker room with the shades on and the Somebody you know tweeted, I mean? res- responded to that, said there's no failure in sports. Jesus. <laughs> uh, thanks, Yana. <laughs> so it's like, not only can you, not only do you not have the words, uh, uh, or not only do you have the words to say, you won't, you don't back it up, and then you won't answer for them. He's basically like the in-person version of a Twitter troll. He's the guy on Twitter under the under the 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 verified profiles like tweet talking crap about oh like you yeah you, you don't really do what you say you do like like I mean I I bet I could beat you one on one. He's that guy. He's that guy. But he's not gonna answer for that when someone when when the verified profile retweets or uh, retweets him or replies to his tweet he's not gonna answer back he just wanted that initial you know what i mean that initial jab to get oh he got my attention he wanted that he doesn't want anything else he doesn't want any smoke after that that's the worst part that's a that's an l that's weak character yeah that's an l that's uh, yeah i mean get him out of here yeah, get that's, him. That's, that's what the grizzlies said get him out of here <laughs> yeah walk the plank i i i i i all right, folks. Well, that just about does it and wraps it up in a nice little bow for us. Thank you for tuning in to another long but good episode of Amateur Hour. We appreciate you being here. I am your host, Max, along with your other host, Shreyth. We will see you next time. Peace.